0: is that I always knew that I was different, but I saw that as uh, something bad, so something that it was not really good uh, to, or something that could benefit me. Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode. We really appreciate you joining us. This podcast really shows us how we can all learn, live, and thrive off of each other. By sharing our knowledge through our conversations, we will impart some knowledge whilst learning ourselves how to progress even further. Here is your host. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of The Wellbeing Blogger. I'm Vanessa, your host and also uh, your personal well-being coach and virtual teacher and whatever you need me to. (laughs) So on today's episode, I want to talk about being your own individual, on being and accepting yourself as you are. So for those of you who don't know me yet, I am an INFP, also type 4 on the Enneagram. The Enneagram is a personality system, so if you don't know yet, you can visit thewellbeingblogger.com, search for the Enneagram, and you will find a couple of uh, blog posts that briefly describe what it is. And uh, being a type 4, we are usually called the individualist, also the romantic, and what else? There are some other kind of relevant uh, (laughs) tag around Enneagrams type 4, which I can't remember now. And I do believe that each Enneagram type has a gift to the world, literally. So we each have a specific, you know, really, really um, specific lesson that first we have to manage ourselves to master it, and then that we can model to others. I do believe that we can learn from every personality type on the Enneagram and um, the whole point would be to you know become more and more you but also to integrate yourself into into someone that can also embrace other qualities and learn from other Enneagram types and you know when you I am a type 4 with a wing with a 5 wing and my other neighbor is a uh, type three, which are people who are driven by success and uh, performance. And um, so I do get a little bit of those types as well, but more from the type five. And then when I'm really, really healthy, I become more aligned with a type one, which is very ethical and around morals and its discipline and uh, tries to come up with projects for the greater good. And then when I'm stressed, I become an unhealthy too, which is the helper who wants to help everyone at his own expense. So, you know, you have to, it's not that you have to, but if you're interested in personality, if you're interested in self-development, And most of all, if you're interested in personal growth, I think you will love the Enneagram, which will help you to learn more about yourself, which I think it's the second pillar of self-mastery. If you want to go on my YouTube channel and have a look, I have uh, three pillars of self-mastery. The first one being, you know, learning to be still and learning to center yourself and the second one once you are settled and calmer and you kind of you are more aligned with your own energy you you become more able to see who you are and get in tuned and then you can explore and take more advantage of tools such as the enneagram to learn more about yourself and to really reflect on your strengths your weaknesses and uh, lessons that you you know, you have or you should master, you should try to master in order to become a better version of yourself. But the thing is, we're all good as we are, as when we're born, we're just perfect. The problem is that, you know, while we are growing up, we have to deal with a lot of programming. There's a lot of programming and some of it, you know, comes with our own genetics and uh uh, pretty pretty much the other bits are from society, and society includes our parents, so uh, but also you know our peer groups and our groups of friends of so you know people at work as well, and society as a whole. So even the TV you know sends you or programs you in a certain way if you're not aware of it. So we're born just perfect, but then, you know, with everything, we start to get limiting beliefs and, you know, we can, many of us, uh, I think many of millennials have faced uh, also psychological traumas while growing up. And so there's a lot of stuff, right, that kind of makes you deviate from your own essence, your own spirit, your own soul call. And um, and one of the things that I as a type 4 always struggled with, because I didn't have the means to, to understand myself enough at that time, is that I always knew that I was different, but I saw that as uh, something bad. So something that it was not really good uh to or something that could benefit me. So I was always the the outsider, the stranger, the the person who wants to be different and uh the one like always going against you know the current. And I liked uh, uh, to some extent I liked that about me, but I also felt um not very happy about it. I wanted to be someone else sometimes. I sometimes would wish that I was not like this uh, because I thought I had, you know, it was a a defect. Uh, It was um, something, a problem from, of my own making, like uh, that came with me. And so I just, you know, I was uh, imperfect. I was broken. I was, so I, I, I tended to try to fit in, but always being unsuccessful and then really beat myself up because of it. Uh, But at some time, I didn't really want to belong to any specific group because I didn't like labels. Anyway, it was a lot of hard work until uh, more recently I found the Enneagram and I started to, to understand that, you know, I have a main personality and then I have a couple of traits from other types and that really helped me to have a greater perspective of who I am and uh, you know uh, look back and see that the struggles that I faced while growing up it was really something that I had to master as part of my personality gifts I would say so, and one of our gifts uh, when we become healthier and perhaps we can share with others is that w- when, we, when we're growing up, we have, you know, we feel that we are different and we try to fit in, but always, you know, we always struggle to really fit in. So it's really like, um, it's a very polarized way of being and it causes you stress, right? Because no one really wants to feel left out no one really likes to feel unseen, and unheard. So it was really, really difficult. And when I started to look at the Enneagram, I really understood that it was something, that it was part of my own personality. So it was something to be embraced and not something to be fixed. Once I realized that, I understood that one of my gifts as a type 4 to the world was to, you know, help other people to be more like themselves. So to be their own individual, uh, assume their own personality, and to see that as perfectly normal, as perfectly, you know, good and and, and, and healthier, actually but at the same time you have to have you have to be humble enough to respect other people's differences so the the goal would be to become your own individual but not in a way that you become disconnected from others and that you think that you are better than anyone else so it's really the idea of being one while respecting diversity. And this is really, really hard, I think, and it's, it's the collective challenge at the moment, is how can you be a Christian and yet respect and you know even live in the same neighborhood as your brother who is Muslim, right? So it's really understanding that we are one and at the same time there is diversity, whether it's around religion, I'm not really religious, I'm more into the spiritual um, kind of uh, dimension. But this to say that, you know, you can apply this to everything. You can apply this to race, you can apply this to gender. So the the main goal is that we have to feel okay with who we are, accept our own features, our own characteristics, learn more about ourselves, try to be... because when when you learn about yourself and you understand yourself then you realize that you just have to really be right and the better version of yourself is just this mode of of being it's not about you know improving something it's more like you have to connect with yourself and just be because when you when you just connect with your essence and you just act and behave and feel and think from that perspective, the whole world seems lighter and and so does your life gets lighter as well. You know, it, it becomes easier to deal and navigate in a world where there's so much programming, so much control, so much manipulation, so much fake around everything. So, I do really think that we as a type force, what we can, what we are, what we might be here to teach is that it is okay to be different and yet be part, you know, be part of a whole and um, to know that even if you're different from everyone else, you still have the right to be there. Right, So you have the right to feel that you belong to planet Earth, that you have the right to be happy on your own terms. So just because you're different, it doesn't mean that you don't have the right to craft your own rules, your own life and follow your own moral code. So I would really recommend you to start or to initiate some sort of contemplative practice so that you can be, you know, embrace stillness and uh, be with yourself. I spoke, uh, I think, two episodes ago about quietness and solitude. And those are needed in order for you to be still and to, you know, raise a platform or find your own platform to then start digging and uh, starting the right questions like who am i like what are my tendencies what are my blind spots and then you know from there you can start aligning and crafting your own routines your your own lifestyle so that you know everything is more aligned with who you are instead of just following you know some external programming, because we when we are at the mercy of programming of social programming, we don't we're not really the writers of our own story. We're just followers. We are following a script that has been um, has been given to us, uh, and we didn't really some people already are already doing that they are starting to question uh, the narratives that they are they have been living from but there's still a lot of work to do and I do believe that when when we reach a point as a human species, when we reach that point where everyone can learn this, when everyone he feels comfortable in being with themselves, and uh, you know when they feel safe um, to be by themselves, and uh, they are brave enough to really listen to their own guidance, and to to really face both right their their darkness, their shadow, and also their light. And then make something out of it. I think when we reach that point as a collective, we will have a world that is more filled with people who are happier and who, you know, who are more interested in doing uh, good for others and really taking better care of our planet. So I do believe that, you know, this focus on being ourselves on beyond our, 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 on bringing up our authenticity uh i think that's also very it's very characteristics of type force we like to be authentic and um you know bringing more of that so that everyone feels safe and comfortable to be themselves and um, because when you start being yourself yeah, it's like your life just changes because you are more open to what is really good for you and what is for you comes your way. And when you're not being yourself, you're really living a fake life. You're not living, you know, the you're not living the story that you came here to to play. You're playing, you know, someone else's story. And then just think about like what the world loses, like what humanity loses, when each one of us don't really follow their bliss, their dreams, right? Because when we follow our bliss and dreams, uh, we can really produce more, and we can be more of service to others. Because we're doing what we feel good about, what we know we're good at, and we're not pretending. So you know life gets smoother life gets easier but it's i i think that people are very scared of being themselves because they think that it's not okay that they are you know sometimes they are aliens and no one will understand them and this is something that is very characteristic of type force and because we have this more accentuated than perhaps other types, other Enneagram types, maybe we're here to to let you know that it's safe, that you're not the only one, there are more people who, you know, have the same tendencies as you are. And, you know, you can benefit more from finding out more about yourself and then just lead a life that is aligned with who you are. So, So I do think that you know, you have to really be brave, you have to face who you are, and then really understand that the whole, it's not you who benefits, but it's the entire world who can benefit from the fact that you are just you, and you're not faking, and you're setting an example that will literally uh, release other people to be more like themselves. Right. So you you are going to set a tone where you can say that you know you don't have to suffer because we do suffer when we're not ourselves, because we we start to live like in pure, not just in duality, but we start to live multiple personalities because we put different masks in different situations. And and that's really stressful for your psyche, so it's really stressful for your mind but also for your body, and especially it's like it's a big transgression to your to your soul basically, and that's why sometimes you are so so tired and yet you're not sleepy, but it you know it's the soul kind of tired because really deep inside you you know you have been lying to yourself and you have been lying to everyone and you keep lying and you and at the same time that you feel bad about lying you you are afraid of releasing yourself from those lies from those masks because we're scared of being hurt we're scared of being vulnerable we're scared of being sensitive and i do think that you know from now on we have to start thinking about ourselves as human beings who are whole and we we can be sensitive and strong at the same time and you know other people can be strong and also release more their sensitivity Because we are whole, right? We have to integrate ourselves. There is dark and there is light. There is night and there is day. Uh, There's strength and there is weakness. And you can't really live with just one side of it. What you have to do is like, is you have to embrace the whole you and make the most of it. Like, take, you know, make, try to make the best of uh, of, your, of every side of you and then use that in the best way that you can. So with this said, I invite you to really go and have a look on, on the Enneagram, which I think it's like it's a wonderful tool to start learning more about yourself. Don't forget that in order to make the most of it, you have to have a clear mind so do try to practice some sort of contemplative practice Uh, some yoga some meditation some reiki you know before diving deep into that material because sometimes when we're just all over the place and we're stressed we can really read stuff but we we don't process it we don't process it like uh, deep enough to make uh, an impression on our consciousness, so I do recommend that you, you know, before you start reading something on it, just try to do a little bit of contemplative practice. And that's it for this week, guys. I hope you enjoyed this. This was a smaller episode, but I do, I do hope that you enjoyed it. Let me know if you if you get into the enneagram or if you're already familiar with it. Let me know what your type is on on my blog or on Twitter if you want to find me there, I'm at the W blogger. So that's my Twitter also on Instagram at the wellbeing blogger and, or just really send me a message through my, for my blog, the Let me know your type. Let me know what you think about the Enneagram and how that uh, can be, you know, is going to be of help or has been of help to you i would love to to know more about it and i will talk to you next week